Hey guys, this episode we're featuring Andrew Mewborn. So I actually first discovered Andrew when he was posting all this free, amazing content. I think it was the 13 sequences that he used in his seven years at Outreach, which, which he's only refined over time and offered it for free to the community, which I thought was amazing. I reached out and we started talking and I definitely wanted to have him on the show. Andrew's also one of the founding members of Taplio that was actually recently sold, which leverages AI on how to up your LinkedIn game. Andrew is also the founder of Brand30, which helps people master their personal branding in 30 days, which I think is super cool. In the conversation, we dive deep into AI and all of its practical applications, particularly around Taplio and how you can leverage AI to upskill your LinkedIn game. I really hope you enjoy the episode and get a lot out of it. I know I sure did. Hey, Andrew, thanks so much for coming on. Super pumped to have you on yeah. the AI Sales Revolution podcast. It's awesome to have you here. Yeah, thank you so much, Matt. I'm glad you reached out, man. Super yeah. excited. AI is eating the world, so let's talk about yeah. it. I've got stories, examples, yeah. takeaways yeah. for all y'all. So yeah, yeah let's exactly. definitely do it. Nah, yeah. super pumped to chat about. Like I, I've been following on LinkedIn for a while, and you, some of the you know that sequences that you put out was just such quality. The value you've been putting out is like insane, and the fact is like I've been I've been kind of stalking you a bit as well. Like you spent seven years at Outreach, which is insane. Yeah, so yeah. you watched it grow, like which is crazy. And then now you're one of the founding partners at Taplio. You've got Brand Thirty, which helps people at link you know LinkedIn creators kind of grow themselves or grow their personal brand. And now you're at Stealth Startup, which we were just chatting about before, which sounds super exciting but let us know a bit more about yourself as well yeah so yeah i was i think what i'm most known for is i was early at outreach so I'm one of the first employees there and yeah, spent wow. about seven years there seeing it grow from pretty much zero to you know 250 million dollars in revenue plus so That's uh, yeah it was it was honestly amazing but very i definitely lost a few years of my life doing it as well <laughs> you know stressful at times great at yeah. times there were highs there were lows as, as anyone yeah. can imagine but yeah overall yeah. it was it was just so awesome i think i i got like you know the three mbas while i was there in business yeah just to understand everything from you know how do you build good product to how do you distribute good product to how do you market yeah. good product everything involved so yeah. super grateful but it also taught me how much I still don't know. So yeah. coming out of it, it's like, you know, someone asked me like, what was your biggest takeaway? And it's like, my biggest takeaway is to always have a beginner's mindset. Cause like yeah. you just never really know. And just yeah. like, you got to keep learning because the game's always yeah. changing. You know? Yeah, definitely. No, yeah. it makes a ton of sense. I, I, I was a big outreach user at zoom. Like I banged yeah. out 80,000 emails in a year, which I, you're not meant to do that, right? But oh. it worked because we had Zoom, which was a strong domain. I actually got my email account banned. I think it was like three, four, five times. I can't remember. So I'd always have to go. Are you go, sure you're not they, like half Aussie robot or something, Matt? <laughs> it was your sequencing <laughs> tools are too good. Yeah. I, I just, we had such a strong domain, but I remember I called IT and they were like, I, I think they said, if you get it banned one more time, you lose your email. And I was like, oh, good damn. But I didn't know anything yeah, about emails, then, but I was booking meetings. So it was great. Yeah. Hey, well, it, it, you know, you're getting, you're doing your job well, I'm sure. So <laughs> you can always get another email, I guess. Right. Like not, yeah. a, not too big of an issue. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, but you're, yeah. Thanks so much for jumping. I'm super excited. We've had some chats yeah, before man. we started recording, but I'm super excited to chat now and share it. So, and you also studied, was it engineering 10 years ago? So you've been around the AI yeah, space yeah. for a while. Yeah. I studied electrical and computer engineering and in math and physics actually. So I studied a lot of, that was pretty yeah. much my life in college. I had wow. pretty much was doing homework like 
24 seven, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it, I was just like, you know, I've always been an overachiever. So I was like, Hmm, what's the hardest major? Okay, let's go and do that. <laughs> and I actually really like math because there's yeah. a takeaway from it that you getting the answer, you know, yeah. uh, and it was always a challenge for me, but you know, yeah. AI, I think when my AI kind of journey started was in college, we were actually, <laughs> believe it or not, we were working with a big trucking company based in Seattle, like mm. Fortune 50, maybe Fortune 100, called PACAR. And mm. basically, they, you know, we had a senior project, and one of those projects was looking at a camera. Basically, they gave, they said, "Hey, we want you to take a camera, and we want, we want to put these cameras on the side of trucks, and yeah. we want." you to recognize what items are passing or on the side of you and to, and to basically clarify what those items are and decide whether the truck should change lanes or not. So it was all about safety, right? It was like basically looking at that and, and basically was it classifying stuff? Is that a motorcycle? Is that a car? Is that a person? Is that a dog? Well, that's what, where we started, right? Come, you know, turns out like, Tesla's still working on this problem. It's basically <laughs> like real world AI, yeah. right? So it's super difficult. But yeah, we were, we just kind of toyed around with that. We didn't push anything out too crazy from it. That's like, you yeah. know, went crazy wide, you know, to market or anything. But that's when the whole, you know, that's when we started looking at like machine learning and AI and yeah. getting into that. So it was in, was in college really. And then, yeah, so that's when my journey started. And then it, and I can't believe that was 10 years ago, right? Like at yeah. that time we were like, this is, this is like magic winter. Like, yeah. this is crazy, you know? And now it's like this thing that's just like everywhere chat GPT, like, you know, can tell you when to like you yeah. know, to drink your morning coffee or whatever it does. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's crazy. You've been around it for so long. Look, yeah. I think we'll just jump into straight into the AI stuff just because yeah. you've been around the space for a long time and I know you're going to be applying it and even Tapley yeah, itself yeah. has AI built in, which has been helping us and our team reach out on, you know, LinkedIn, even, even just mm-hmm. the actual AI generated like content and stuff like that, which is crazy. Just give inspiration and ideas is kind of game changing. Just like it's a creative booster, which I found is really good. But if you want to yeah. drop in like maybe a few stories and stuff like how, how you use AI in your day to day or how you've used it Ooh. in the past as well. Yeah, I think so in the past, how have we used it? So, you know, we'll start with like when I was back at Outreach, we, we definitely put some money into R&D and that R&D was around creating our own AI models on how yeah. to basically around emails emails with sentiment analysis right are these positive yeah. negative neutral what does that look like i remember so using that at them it was it yeah was so yeah so and then taking that and then looking at all the data of, of the emails and then saying like okay what can we do next with all this and in yeah. the models that we've built right and they're actually still working on some of that stuff there so yeah definitely have used been around the ai and how to use it in cohesive ways like in sales specifically right Mm. Uh, so that's one way and then actually before i was at outreach i was actually at a i was at a company that got sold to uber actually and it was called spare five the name eventually changed but what we were doing is we were actually like taking all these this video content and content that was given to us and doing something similar of classifying objects right with mm-hmm. like ai and machine learning so what does um, classifying objects mean exactly but meaning like you know when you do a captcha and it's like hey select yes. all the traffic lights yes. so if believe it or not here's a fun fact google is actually like training their models with you doing that as well really so like yes yes so wow. you're actually helping google do that 
as you're as you're you're basically helping them identify object AI objects, right? Like oh, I think I heard that, that somewhere on a podcast about yeah. someone who actually built it in the first place and who came up with that. I can't remember who it was though. It was yeah. super interesting. It's genius, right? Because yeah. it's also like, okay, you're not a robot, and like, okay, you're kind of helping Google like become even yeah. bigger, even bigger company, yeah. right? And so you're actually like helping Google and like working for Google at that point, if you think about it like that. So, yeah, man, that's you know, so there's that, and then as as you mentioned, we some friends and I got together, you know, earlier last year in 2022, and we built something called Taplio. Yeah. And Taplio was essentially a way for you to scale your content creation on LinkedIn. Which I'm a, so, I'm a big fan of, by the way. I've recently discovered it and I've got now a whole team to start using it. It is nice. <laughs> it's, it's, nice. It's, it's, I, I just call it super saying your, your LinkedIn if to quote Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's just it, it like because I studied engineering, my mind is like it, I'm like obsessed with systems and like, yeah like creating systems for myself and then mm. saying, okay, how can I give those systems to others? Think of outreach. We just created a system for you to be able to do outreach, right? Or, or do prospecting. Yeah. So, you know, AI and systems has always been kind of that overlap that I've looked at, but here with Taplio, same kind of thing. You create your content creation and distribution system. And with that, you know, this whole GPT-3 tool is available. We looked at it and we said, hey, like this would be cool to make just writing easy because, yeah. you know, w what's, w what's something that everyone hates is starting with a blank page, you yes. know? Yeah. And so, and if you think about it too, like the time to value is super quick when you look at like building anything. We, what was, do you mean by time to value is quick when you build things? I mean like the aha moment where people yeah. like are like, holy crap, I'm going to keep using this thing. Gotcha. Right? Like when you, you know, when you first use outreach and you drop people in a sequence and it automatically sent the emails for you after that was, done it manually, that I, was your aha, was, right? You know, the funny thing is I speak to so many salespeople who aren't in the tech space and yeah. like sequencing is still an aha moment to them, which is crazy because I think us in the SaaS <laughs> yeah. bubble, right? We live in this like little bubble because we're using like the best tools and we're surrounded by these people. But like, yeah, yeah. I, imagine if you gave an outreach tool to like a printing company, it would blow their oh. mind. They still go door to door. Like not saying it's door to door is bad. Like it definitely has ROI, but imagine yeah, if they could, yeah. you know, multi-channel like through outreach as well, which is just insane. Yeah. I mean, it, freaking is insane like yeah. it's, we we can go down that rabbit hole too uh, yeah. and why that might be but yeah man we just like the core the core of taplio going back to that was that mm -hmm. we you wanted to schedule content like basically mm -hmm. let's say i want to post two times a day and so i need two posts a day well then you think about okay well, what keeps people from actually scheduling content creating mm -hmm. the content or coming up with yes. ideas okay so if that's the case how do we help them do that oh we have ai do it amazing right yeah. like boom like there's now there's now little barriers to entry when it comes to them actually utilizing the the big aha moment which is automatically posting content for you and systematizing mm -hmm. your process right and so yeah. you know that in itself relating to ai is like when we look at ai today like mm. ai is this you know it's one kind of company open ai that has chat, chat bt GPT three. Yeah. And basically a lot of people are building on top of it. Right. And yeah. so I think it's going to become almost like a someone, I didn't come up with this, but someone was like, it's, it's almost like the calculator, what the calculator was when it came out. Right. Yeah. But it's a, it's the calculator, the modern day calculator where 
look, we have calculators. Did it take away people's jobs? No, like, but mm-hmm. it made them more efficient. And now you know you had you needed to know how to use one, right? Because yeah. sure, you could do all the math by hand, right? But yeah, but it'll take time. The, you're, yeah, but like, or who's who are you going to hire? Someone that's going to do all the okay. math by hand and take three hours, or someone that can do it yeah. in five minutes with a calculator, right? So I remember I was speaking to my grandpa about this, about how he used to be yeah. in accounting. And about how like what they used to have to do in accounting and this wasn't pre-calculator but this was like when he used paper in calculators <laughs> like but then imagine yeah. just bringing in you know excel is just like blow people's minds i remember speaking about what he did and he was like we literally sat there and added things up like multiple times on paper yeah they i don't even okay we're like we're gonna get made fun of by like the you know the boomers but yeah they use like sliders or something to do math like yeah. I'm pretty sure that's how they got people to the moon, dude. Like they were like doing <laughs> math on sliders. Uh, so crazy. like it's crazy, but that's yeah. what we're gonna think about like in ten years with you exactly. know, Chat GPT. We're gonna be like, holy crap! People used to have to come up with all this stuff like on their own. Yeah, you didn't just um, have automatic idea generations based on yeah. like a couple of thoughts, which you can like, curate really, really fast. It's truly like a second brain, right? <laughs> and there's pluses and minuses to that, though. Like. Hmm. I it, here's why it scares me, right? It, it scares mm. me for, yeah, you know, the robots are going to come and attack us and, mm. you know, rule earth. And it, sure. Like that might happen, but that'll be a while. But what, ha- what really scares me now is that like the reliance on this, I think when you think about education today, clear, like, clear thinking is so important that's something that i think is like huge yeah we need to teach children and kids and like i just have a six month old so i had a six month old so now i think about this stuff right and like Mm. i don't want my son to like not know how to think through a problem and just think he can go to this chat gpt thing and they'll do it yeah right sure yeah like sure that's great but you need to teach the foundation of critical thinking first right to think through Mm. stuff like when you think about writing I have a friend, George, on Twitter who talks about it's not copywriting now, it's copy thinking, right? Because, like, clear writing is clear thinking, and writing is really thinking, right? And so if you Mm -hmm. have this thing called ChatGPT and it's writing everything Mm -hmm. for you, then you don't need to have to think through what you're saying, right? Yeah. And so that's what kind of scares me. Sure, you can probably tell in some content that you read online. But more importantly, like, I don't want kids to have a, like, just think that they have this thing. They don't have to think through anything. Because, you know, one big skill in life is, like, problem solving. And what do you need Mm -hmm. to do to problem solve? You need to know how to think through things. Right. And so. It is is an interesting thing as well. Because we kind of, like, delve into that, into the different potential. But I think we're. I think I think most people can probably admit it's probably not going to stop, like most likely, because there's it's no, like no. unless people like genuinely step in. But I think when you've got different countries competing against it, it's it's not going to stop. But then it's just how to navigate it, like social media. It's like how do people yeah. navigate yeah. that? Yeah. You know what I mean? I was thinking yeah. about so about Taplio, like what? Yeah. So what are some ways that you know? Maybe if you describe the product itself and some of the things, what it actually does, and if we can dive into like the actually yeah. how people can actually use it, because I think. But when people talk about products, you know, they talk about, you know, high level, but then people know, how, okay, during my day, if I start with this, I think it has a 14 day or seven day free trial. If yeah, I get the yeah. free trial, how do I like most optimally use it? Yeah, absolutely. So there's kind of like three stages, right? To mm. So there's like, there's like the inspiration stage, yes. right? So like you come in, you could see a bunch of 
tweets that we've curated or, or posts that we've curated from LinkedIn and Twitter. And you yeah. can say, oh, like, here's my topic. Oh, look at all these top posts that have a minimum of 500 likes so you know they've done well. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's oh, nice because it puts it yeah. all in one page instead of having to scroll, which I've yeah. found really good. So you can kind of look at, I think, three, six, or nine at the same time. So you can really glance at it. Yeah, exactly. And you could just basically see a boatload of, of different examples of good content and kind of like, yeah. you know, kind of like go down the rabbit hole of seeing what's cool, what what has good yeah. hooks and, and all what's that. What's trending. Right? What's trending, what's what does well, like in your specific topic. So that's cool. So that's the inspiration yeah. side. The next side, the, the next pillar is like, okay, now that you have some inspiration, let me write something of my own. Yeah. Right. And that's where the AI comes in. You could basically start writing something, then you can say, shoot, what do I say next? And then you could say, hey, click a button and AI helps you write the rest, right? Yeah. And look, AI is not perfect, so you still need to probably, that's where the thinking comes in, maybe clean it up, yeah. maybe work on the hook, maybe do this it, and that. I found it, it's like, it's like it's AI is still 100%, it needs curation, it does, but yeah. it just gives you that. The hardest thing I've found, if anyone, just starting, it's just starting, and if it can remove that barrier of, just starting itself, you know, and make that lower. It's just going to, then it will enable people even more. But I've just found, you know, even without team, I've, they've just gotten them to start using it and people are nervous about posting. So I just kind yeah. of got them to start, you know, use Taplio, go to the comment section and they can, or go to the, all the, the posts with all the content creators. They can read and they feel like, okay, I'm up to date. I feel like now I can contribute. And then, you yeah. know, you go in the comments, you, you go in using Taplio, you can quickly comment on things as well. And you might even, you may even do the AI generated comment, but then you'll adjust it a bit because oh that's I'll say something like that, and then it, I find it boosts people's confidence. And yeah, then when they yeah. do eventually do post something, like they can use AI to generate an idea, but it they feel like they're they're with it. They feel like okay, I, I feel like confident enough that I can actually do it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely one. It definitely helps with the mindset, right? And mm-hmm. so having AI help pull all that stuff, it'll actually take. You know, I don't use this too often, but you can take posts that have done well and then just actually rewrite them and post them. Right. Yeah. And so you need to be, I've gotten in trouble there because like I didn't, I was moving too fast and I kind of like, yeah, I, I plagiarize and, and you know, I don't feel good about that. So what did yeah. we do to fix that? We added a plagiarism yeah. checker. Right. And so that's cool. Uh, that's, that's how, cool. you know, we had a problem. I got called out. I apologize. <laughs> and I said, how do we fix this to not do it again? Yeah. So we did that. Right. And like, yeah. I, you know, I don't know if the person forgave me or not, or still mad at me, but all good. So, you know, we, we fixed that mistake and, and that's what mm-hmm. it's about. So, so the, second, so the first one, I was going to say, the first one was, you know, reading all those top content creators, 500 yeah. likes minimum. And then the second one was start writing a post, but then it can like AI generate. What was the third one? I'm the just, third just one really is scheduling on the posts to, to gotcha. make sure they go out. Right. And so yeah. after you've written it, you hit schedule, it adds it to a queue. And that queue is like, you know, today you have two slots. And so when you write a post, it'll add it to the next available slot, write yeah. another post, it'll yeah. add it to the next slot. And then now yeah. you have, you can, you know, as long as you keep writing content, you can fill up those slots. So um, why is it that it only allows two slots, by the way, is that, is that what Taplio, you and the team determine as optimal two times a day? You can add more actually. Oh, you can. Yeah. Oh, cool. Well, didn't know that. There you go. Yeah. You can add more <laughs> slots per day. It just depends. Like it depends on your output, right? Like if you're just getting started, you probably don't want more than one slot a day, yes, right? Definitely. Or like, you know, so, but if you have like loads and boatloads of content, like a library, so I have a library, so I can, I can queue up 
four a day if I want, right? But do I really yeah, wow. want to do that? No, you can grow up six a day if you want, but like, yeah. do you really want to be, th then that's more of like a Twitter-like workflow, right? Maybe go to Twitter yeah. and kind of post tweets, but LinkedIn is more like less is more, you know, yeah. when it comes to that. And so- More quality. Um, more quality. And you also want to engage with people when you post, right? And so yeah. like, you know, we can get into my, what my process is in particular, but- you also just want to make sure you comment back on people's stuff. So yeah. you can actually use AI to do that too. We won't get too much into yeah. that. But yeah. so, you know, that's the other thing. So by default, we say, hey, two times a day is good, right? Yeah, um, gotcha. That's that's just kind of where people can start. Yeah. Yeah, you want to make it manageable, palatable for people to actually start and then they can move more from that as well. That's super interesting. Yeah, yeah Taplio has been... And I only imagine as, as products get more and more mature, they just get better and better and better. And I'm sure they're just listening to feedback, you know, of what's, what's happening. And so they can actually make the product more optimal. Are there any AI things that we can look to be coming out in Taplio, like in the near future at all, or any other enhancements um, they're looking at building in? Yeah, we, we recently added a couple of things. Well, actually this has been in there, but I would say it's not utilized enough. Like, so yeah. if you think about the game of LinkedIn, right, it's like, it's, a lot of it is commenting on people's stuff, right? And yes. so like you can get, you can build a whole audience just by commenting, never writing yes. down like posts, right? I actually think if I was to start from zero, I would really do that. But then yeah. to be thoughtful comments. So when we look at Taplio, right? Like what you can do is you can actually make a list of your favorite creators in Taplio and then yes. go in there and then it'll actually pull in all their posts from the day and you can comment from Taplio. That way, yeah. once again, it makes it super easy. You don't have to scroll the feed, go to profiles, do all that. You can just comment on your favorite creator stuff every day or big creators in your niche that you actually want to, whose audience you want to rent. So yeah. I would say, yes, ton of cool stuff coming out, but like, I like to talk yeah. about the stuff that is, I would say the it's biggest there. bang for your buck. It's there. Yeah. Right. That, and I don't think a lot of people use that enough. Eventually they will. Yeah. So well, we, we got our team to start. So we recently, I got my team to put together a list of, I think it was 200 LinkedIn sales influencers. Yeah. And so what we did with our team is we went and just pulled them all into Taplio itself and built that list. And then so yeah. to give the team, so then we actually built that list. But then what we do is then it, it has an AI generate button, but I get everyone to read the post because you want them to ingest the information from the top creators because they're the top of their field because yeah, that yeah. is that's what's allowing us like how you know we've connected with so many people on, on this podcast and our new company we're starting as well just through commenting on linkedin it's insane like i met with a, a vendor earlier this week nishit who who started this company called sybil and it is by far the best recording analyzing tool i've ever seen it it literally spits out next steps call summary next steps per person pain points it tells you when people are smiling yeah, nodding crazy it's, it's insane it's leagues ahead of chorus and gong like leagues ahead and especially for training what's and coaching but again? i wouldn't have it's called sybil it's called sybil I'll, I'll show it to you after i'll show you a summary like what it did yeah it, that's it's cool, game changing because i've used chorus for a long period of time but i wouldn't yeah. have gotten in contact with nishit if i hadn't posted something about chat gpt and in the comments in like in a 30 thread comment, he saw it and then reached out to me and we had a meeting and we're, we're, we're using the product. Like two days in, I've decided, yeah, we're deploying it. Like it, this is game changer because I've used all the other ones. But yeah, even from that, yeah. I've just found, yeah, it's just been crazy itself. But using that, nice. you know, using that curation of this list of sales leaders, I've, there's another tool that we can use to give inspiration is called, you probably heard of it, Merlin. 
it's Merlin. a it's a and Chrome extension on the tools, Merlin. <laughs> Dude, there's so many coming out every single day. I interviewed Brian early a couple of days ago, who will be coming out. He yeah. works at he's at Jake Dunlop's company, the consulting company, and he was he blew my mind with all the tools. That was <laughs> he's Merlin. next level. Okay, OpenAI Chat GPT. So it's a free Chrome extension. So what we do is in Taplio, you go to the top 100 creators that you've got in your feed. You highlight the text and you actually hit Control or Command M and you can type, I want a response that does this and I want to add a question at the end of it. And so you can give context to the response. But at the same time, you don't want to just post those responses. It's more for inspiration because you yeah, want to read it. Yeah. You want to say, what could That's I say cool. here? And then you curate that comment. You don't just post that comment. You actually curate it based on this. But it just it's like speed to understand what to say and what, yeah. what are the trending ways to say it and, and how to interact as well, which I've found is, yeah, it, for our team, it's really gave them a bunch of confidence. Yeah, that's cool. So this is going back to like every tool is going to eventually have this, right? It's going to be like yes. having a, it's going to be like having a calculator on your phone. Like every phone has yes. a calculator, like duh, you know, like you <laughs> have to have it. So, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's so fun to see the use cases right now. Right. And it, what's even more fun is like, there's two things that I think is fun, which is like seeing all the people trying to capitalize on it and become like yeah. the AI guy or gal, you know, and like all the newsletters, well, which I think I started this awesome. podcast. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. So like, which is good because, and here's why, and I'm not hating on it, by the way, here's yeah. why I'm bringing it up. I think it's great because of the speed at which all this stuff is coming out. You yeah. almost need this many people to like help. Like you look, I'm, I built an AI product. I'm building another AI product and you just blew my mm -hmm. mind with like three new products and like <laughs> I'm in this space, you know, and I've been in yeah, like yeah, yeah. actually built stuff in AI and I'm still like, what the heck? Like, yeah, so, it's so much stuff. crazy so stuff coming out. It's kind of this crazy thing where like a lot of people are capitalizing on it. And I still don't think it's enough is basically yeah. the moral of what I'm story, right? Yeah. Because like it's just moving so fast. And I feel yeah. like, you know, it's it's this next wave. Like when crypto came out, it kind of like took a while, yeah. took a while, took a yeah, while. Yeah, and then now this comes out and it's like going even faster. And like what's going to be the next big thing and how fast is that going to go? Yeah. Right. I like, feel like the way I like to describe it is like. The way it feels to me is AI is the crypto of 2017, but you can actually use it <laughs> yeah. in your day-to-day -day uh, life. Yeah, like <laughs> is this good. actually Web3? Because yeah. no one knows what the hell Web3 actually is, right? Exactly, um, exactly. <laughs> this might no be Web3. Yeah, I still have no yeah. idea either. It's it's yeah. Web2 with a different label. Um, yeah. So anyways, man, like this is awesome. Another, okay, yeah. so here's something interesting in AI to think about, which is yeah. have you heard of Runway ML? No, I haven't. Okay, so they're doing like the video version of Chat GPT, where you gotcha. can be. What does like, that mean you, exactly? So, well, I sh actually I take that back. So you know, there's text to image. Well, they're yes. doing like text to video, so you can oh, like, Jane. yeah, type wow. in runwayml.com and like. I'll check it what, out. I'll check it out after. And yeah, you definitely. can basically like be like, hey, give me someone walking through the street of New York City. And it'll oh, give God. you a video of that it, and it'll be like, give me a, give me a, like, you can do text to image too, but you can say like, okay, now within that add like a motorcycle in the video and it'll add a motorcycle in the video. Yeah. Like wow. it is, it's crazy. It's like insane. And so it'll be able to, it'll be able to like, cause then you could leverage, like you could just, 
just paste a whole thing into ChatGPT being a whole story. You could say, create a story based on this that does this intention, and then you could just write it, and then you just build it into a movie. Yeah. Like <laughs> they're, so, they're, yeah, it's like insane, right? And so, yeah. what what I'm actually, Reed Hoffman, actually, what I've, I heard of something he's doing, you know, the guy who founded LinkedIn, I, because, yeah. you know, this is going to be interesting for LinkedIn folk, is he's actually doing like a whole interview, like podcast interview kind of thing with and he's chat he's chatting with chat gpt in that and wow. so he's going to be having a conversation with chat gpt in this podcast series wow. basically so like and he's actually very intellectual like ask good questions and so when he asks stuff like you're like okay this is crazy right and so he's going to be having a conversation mm-hmm. which i think is is insane we need to look up when this is coming out but that's yeah insane so what that makes me think about is like what's going to be the next ai generated movie right like yeah. what's going to be like the next ai generated book what's that going to look like cuz that's what's going to start happening how about the next ai gen- generated like one thing that i was thinking was like if i was 18 again right now with all this coming out i would like figure out how to basically create music with ai and like mm-hmm. dj it but None of the music. It's my music because I kind of yeah. did the prompts and put it together, yeah. but I didn't actually create the music, right? Yeah. And like, so that there's going to be DJs that do that, right? That create yeah. shit with AI that's like out of this yeah. world. And so it becomes super, super interesting. Like, it'll yeah, be, yeah, it's going to be a crazy future. Crazy 2023, I think, will be known as the year where AI happened. Like 2017 was like that was crypto. That was when the bubble was was real. Like the hype was real. Yeah. Let's let's talk about. I guess. What do you think? One thing I think about a lot and I ask everyone is what do you think there's a lot of sales leaders or business owners and stuff that I think are very confused about AI and there's a lot of misconception on, or, you know, about what AI is and how they can apply it in their business. Where, where do you find, you know, how can people get an understanding or how can they make it palatable? So they get, they kind of get it and they're like, wow, this is how I can kind of implement this in my business. Yeah. So just like anything, I'll look at the different sectors of the business, right? And so mm-hmm. like, or the different orgs within a business. So like, if you look at development stuff, right? And I'll tell you this, cause I'm really focused on development right now of a new yeah. sales product. And so when, when I'm working, you know, building stuff and working with developers, building stuff, my developers building stuff, like how are we, how are we using ChatGPT to go faster? Right. And so yes. basically it's, it's like literally helping us code and like review code, understand like where so you're actually doing that like right now. Yeah. Like literally like, yeah. And so like, like commenting on code, basically like say you write a a piece of code and you're like, okay, what you typically do is you write comments about uh, around different functions and what the functions do and what they mean, what they're related to. And so like, if you just plug that piece of code into chat GPT, you can say, Hey, write comments on this. And then it'll basically, wow. it understands what it's what's going on and it will add comments for you. So you don't need to go back and do it. Wow. Like, it's like crazy. So you can do all kinds of stuff. Like, you know, a lot of developing is like copying and pasting stuff from Google. Well, now you can actually use GPT to do that and not have to Google and go through Stack Overflow. Yeah. Look at so Stack Overflow pissed table. about chat GPT right now because they're like, <laughs> hey, like people aren't using us. They're just getting the, they're yeah. not, you know, you, you said to go Stack Overflow, look at the top most upvoted answer for what you're trying to yeah. get. And now it's just like you get the, the best thing created for you right there. And I so- think- I it's think if amazing. we're going on a lot of a lot of the stuff that now coming coming out, I think a lot of it's going to come down to like Alex Hormozzi always talks about this. Like information now is kind of like free. 
Like, yeah. you can't really sell information. I feel like the, the future is going to be is just implementation. Yeah. So, like, even all these tools and stuff that sell information or produce or distribute information, information is just becoming free. Like, there's a tool, an AI tool that you can, it can just get a YouTube video and just transcribe the whole thing and then just put in a summary. Like, yeah. a one-hour YouTube video. Like, yeah. it's that, you can just distill all that information. But then there comes the implementation, which people just can't do. Yeah, yeah, that that's exactly it, right? That's actually, he obviously said it a lot more eloquently than, than I would. But yeah, that's, that's <laughs> essentially my whole content strategy. Like you mentioned yeah. giving away stuff. Like I literally yeah. just give away everything I know. And like like Brand 30, it's a 30-day kind of cohort-based course where we go through yeah. you implementing this information that's free and available online, yeah. but you implement it for 30 days with the accountability and groups together, yeah. right? And like make it fun. Accountability is so key. I feel like if, if you can build that in chat, GPT can't be human and do that. Right. Yes. Well, I'm sure it could eventually email you every day and be like, did you do your thing? But there's nothing like having <laughs> that human level of like, yes. Hey, like, Hey, where are you? You know, and that kind of yeah. that pressure or that accountability. So yeah, you know, there's, implementation is always going to be key. So 100%. That's why when people ask me, I'm like, yeah, I give like, they're like, this is like $10,000 worth of consulting. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. But guess what? I know <laughs> that people that really are serious about this aren't going to do it themselves. And they'll probably contact me and be like, Hey, can you help? Mm -hmm. Which actually has happened. Right. Yeah. So it happens all the time. Fun. Yeah. It's how it I kind sense. of saw your, how I saw your method on LinkedIn. I was like, you're doing, you're doing this method like <laughs> this method is yeah. going to work that's that's why people like because i saw it and i was like i find value and i was like you're using the method <laughs> yeah that's the method man i think you know just yeah. like just being yeah giving away value for free like it's mm. uh, and i've gotten really i've it takes a while to do because you need to think about what's all the free value I have, what's the knowledge I have mm. and, you know, and all that stuff. But yeah, yeah absolutely, man. And, and implementations where it's at, like you think about, even if you think about now we're getting real nerdy, but if you think about like SaaS businesses, like, you know, there's some stat in, you know, don't quote me on this. I believe it's around 70% of revenue comes from like professional services within SaaS businesses, which is like yeah. the implementation of the software. Right. And so like, you know, I think if, if we're talking about sales here and, and I know we're kind of getting off topic of AI, but like, yeah. if we're thinking about implementation and stuff, like you think about that and not enough people sell the implementation because a lot of, yeah. if you think about software tools, a lot of software tools can do the same thing, but yeah. the ones like, if you give me software tool a and B, if a is implemented better than B, guess what? Like A's, you know, a is going to give me more results. So yeah. implementation is key. And I think the well, software in particular, yeah. it doesn't matter unless it's, in, it doesn't even matter how good your tool is unless it's implemented. When I was at Zoom, like, yeah. no, I didn't even know about outreach for a year, like, or Zoom info. And like, then my friend just showed it to me, Jono, and he was like, he showed me how to use it. And I was like, are you serious? Like, and so it didn't even get implemented properly. And that's just yeah. such a key thing. I think you like that. Yeah. You need that proper implementation. I've been thinking about this a lot with, in the SaaS game right now. And I know yeah. there's a lot of people struggling with revenue and I've always, I keep thinking, I'm like, that you've got all these implementation people and these people sitting there. Why don't they just readjust their offer and they just say, all right, well, let's just give you the product for three months just at no cost and we'll completely implement it because you've already got the fixed cost there. It's not going to change your variable costs at all. Yeah. And just implement it for free and then make sure when the contract itself that they abide by certain criteria so that it is implemented 
correctly in the way that you know they're going to use it because everyone knows when you get a good SaaS tool and you have a great product, if, if you put it in there and implementation is, usage is high, it yeah. just sticks. People just, like, it's like when I used to work at Clary. The, all, the reason why Clary is so good is because the CEO literally uses it every single day. They're never going to yeah. get rid of it. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> they're never going to no. get rid of it. That no, implementation piece is so key. It's so, yeah, it's, it's in going, all right, how do we relate this to AI? Right. And so yeah, like yeah. sales AI, and AI, <laughs> yeah, sales and AI. So like, if you think about this, like everyone's going to get hit up every SaaS to be like, Hey, buy Jasper, buy this AI tool, buy Taplio, mm -hmm. buy this, buy this, buy yeah. this. Right. But, but here's where it gets interesting is the implementation. If we're talking about this in this is educating people on how to prompt the AI. That's yes. the juicy prompt stuff, engineering. Right? <laughs> prompt engineering, exactly. That's what the buzzword is right now. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. it's the prompts, right? It's it's a, it's like okay, you have yeah. the calculator. How do you do the use the different functions to yeah. get like the the result, right? And that's basically it. So yeah. that's where implementation is going to be key because it's not just going to be like, hey, we have this cool AI tool, like. You know, not everything's as cool as ChatGPT or as simple. Maybe it will be, but still, with ChatGPT, you need to know how to do the prompts. So, like that yeah. is where, if we think about SaaS, if you're selling Jasper to a company and you're like, okay, now every everyone has Jasper, right? Everyone has this new AI thing. It's going to come down to implementing that and making sure that people know how to prompt it, right? Yeah, and that's the implementation then, and yeah. it, it's hard with one person. So how do you do that for a hundred people? So who's yeah. going to win the the AI kind of tool stack within SaaS? Yeah. Is it Jasper? Is it like their main competitor? Or their fourth? You know, there's probably ten competitors. Of Jasper now, yeah. Jasper is the biggest name, but probably yeah. it's going to be the one that implements it and implements it in a way yeah. well enough where it sticks, where people are like. I know how to use this enough that I don't have to go use this other tool that makes it easier to yeah. prompt and get what I need. Yeah. I think uh, that's the thing about, I think if we wrap that into sales leaders and business owners, I think it's, it is that implementation. I think from a lot of people yeah. I've chatted to, they think AI is like a magic trick, like, and it is a magic trick, but you got to practice like, yeah. and then when yeah. you do all the practice, then you can eventually do the magic trick. Like using ChatGPT, don't just type in there top 10 ways to be healthier in your day. Like get in the details, like be described. This is your day. These are your problems. This is what you're having. Give me yeah, some ideas yeah. that I can actually, you know, implement better habits in my life. And the more and more detail and the more curation you actually do, the better you get. And I think that's from a lot of people I've spoken to. That's like a big misconception of business owners. Is they think they can just put it in. And it yeah. just does it. But yeah, it just doesn't. No, no. no it, it's, it's, this is going to be the cheesiest freaking example ever, dude, but it's like the human body. Like, yeah. you know, if you want to get a six pack, you know yeah. what the, how to do it. It's diet and exercise 80%. Yeah. I would say 90% diet, but like yeah. it, you, you know what the inputs are, right? Like, you know what you got to do to get the output and the, guess yeah. what? The human body is magic. And if you put the right things into it, you will get what you want out of it. But you have to know what those right things are, how to have a proper diet, eat the right things, stay hydrated, blah, 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 blah. Same thing with yeah. ChatGPT. In this case, it's like it can do exactly what you want on AI can. Yeah. But you need to train people. To, you need to train them as dietitians or right or like how to manage the diet, that being the input in ChatGPT. Mm -hmm. Here's, here's mm -hmm. how much of it. Sprinkle this. Sprinkle that. Sprinkle a little bit of this here. It's the same thing, dude. Like yeah. it, it's a new yeah. tool, but like it's understanding – you know how to put the components together yeah. and this think, is where think, oh go ahead guess, yeah i was, I was gonna just say saying, i think we, no, <laughs> <you got laughs> okay i'll go i'll go i'll go i'll go so i think what this is like the next artists are gonna be like 
are going to be the people who know how to prompt these AI models the best, right? Because mm-hmm. anyone can go in and say, like, text the image, hey, give me, like, a Van Gogh, like, image of a space shuttle or, you know, something like mm-hmm. that, and you can get something cool. But the next artists are going to be the ones that have spent so much time understanding how to prompt this AI to produce something mm-hmm. that, like, no one's ever seen before, right? Yeah. And, like, those are the next artists, right? Yeah. And, and we don't even know what that looks like yet. I feel yeah. like, right? So yeah. it's going to be crazy. Yeah. I think I think if we put a takeaway just for just for people, I think what I've found since using AI is that before whenever you use the software, there's always like a a lot of time there's a risk that this software even though it's got G2 great reviews, may not work in your organization. A lot of these fundamental AI tools, even ChatGPT like you've discussed with with code, it pays you outsized returns. Like it just does. If you put in the work, it will give you outsized returns in doing it if you do that implementation correctly. Even in our whole, you know, we were building HubSpot reports with my head of operations and like right at the end, we described them all and then we just put it into ChatGPT and say, what are we missing? And it just gave us all the stuff we didn't think about. And I was like, perfect. And then we, yeah. so we just started building, like you, if you build it into your process and even things like Sybil, which is the recording tool, you, yeah. you know, got first off, you got to have everyone recording their meetings. The fact that, the fact that I speak to people from companies that have video meeting recording tools and they don't recall their meetings just, just befuddles me. <laughs> it's Dude, insane. Yeah, I, I How can you sell either. a tool that you I don't even either. use? Yeah. yeah, which is crazy. But yeah. I wanted to ask a couple of last questions as well. So we've gone yeah. on the misconceptions of AI. What, I'm, what do you think business leaders and salespeople should be doing right now? So like in a certain position, so you're, you're in the field, you're in the sales game, you're throughout the AI game as well, you're utilizing it. What should they be focusing on right now if they're starting from like, let's say that blank page like you mentioned before? Yeah, what should they be doing? I, I'm going to go back to the same thing. I think it just playing with it, man. Like yeah. I think just playing with w- the easiest thing that's available and and what are you trying to achieve by you know by basically using it now is you're trying to understand how to make it work in the way you want, right? For yeah. your specific needs. So going back to prompt engineering, I guess that's the that's the, the buzzword, right? So like that's yeah. it. I think like, if we just if we define prompt engineering as well, maybe but from my understanding it's just coming up with ways to input the information to get the AI to do what it wants, but just being yeah. very, very specific. That's from my understanding of it. In the best type of response, right? So like yes. like you mentioned it earlier, if I say give me the top ten recipes ever it's going to give you like the top 10 google results maybe who knows but then if you say hey give me the top 10 recipes if i'm cooking mexican and i want to you know and i'm having a holiday party right and so knowing i guess what the possibilities are right and then being able to plug those in almost like math Mm. like uh, imagine if you only knew addition right yeah like you could get some places with just addition, right? Like you could be like two plus two, but I want to get to a hundred so I can add this. Okay. But then what if you add in subtraction and division and those different functions, just like with prompt engineering, right? It's like, what are those different, you know, essentially functions you can do. And so that is, I think what's important now is understanding what those are so that you can, sure. You can probably get to a hundred by, by doing it the slow way, but how do you do yeah. it in a way where you could just say yeah. 100 times one versus having yeah. to add 10 things together, right? Yeah, exactly. So I, I think that's the most efficient way to get there. It's a skill, man. It's, it's, it's like a new skill, basically. 
right? And it's so yeah, it that's the way I would say is like if it's a skill, learning how to utilize it for your use case, it, it would be huge. And understanding what you want to, it's a, you have to think of reverse engineering too. Like you have to have that mindset of like, okay, I want an output that does this. How do I get there yeah. in the shortest amount of time possible? Right. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. That makes a ton of sense. Look, I've I've really yeah, I've really enjoyed having you on and having this conversation as well, and especially I uh, thanks so much for founding Taplio with the with the team that you guys did because that yeah. is a mind blowing tool. I'm super pumped to see what happens with stealth self sorry stealth startup as well. Yeah, um, yeah. when that actually comes out and what's happening now, I'm definitely gonna be following. And thanks for such valuable content you've been putting out. I've been tagging a lot of people in yeah. like, late sales people in your posts. I'm like, just use these sequences. <laughs> Literally. These sequences. That's the goal. Email like steal them. Please yeah. use them. Like yeah, I want exactly. you to make money. Like do yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Like exactly. Please. And I think yeah. you're doing a really good thing with brand 30 as well. Just helping people build. Cause I think a lot of us as it's pretty sad in the tech community as of late, you know, money was too cheap for too long and companies were raising five rounds with no profits. And so it makes it really hard. And so naturally, yeah lose and all these people i think you know 2023 is the year of the personal brand i know i'm doubling down on it you're you're 100 times in it right now as yeah, well but i think yeah. doing that for the community is really good there's there's one last question that i like like to ask as well is that if you could go back in time and like you knew everything you knew about ai right now but like you're a business leader or a sales leader in a space let's take let's take for example you're a sales leader and you're looking to implement ai in your organization like yeah. what, what would you start with like right now what are the steps that you would go with just basic steps basic steps if i was to start like if you put me on earth today as a sales leader and and i saw this ai thing where would i start here's what i would do matt i would do exactly what you're doing right now i would literally <laughs> interview people and ask them how they're thinking about using AI within yeah. their organization. Cause most, yeah. most ideas that I get about stuff is from just talking to other people. Like that's where, that's how I, you know, it, different things work for different people. Some people like to Google. I yeah. like to talk to people. What are you doing? How yeah. are you using it? I would do exactly what you're doing, which is mm -hmm. like interviewing. Hey, how do you see this shaping what we're doing? And then from there, just because I have, you know, I, I'm entrepreneurial. I can't even say that word, but <laughs> with that then you get a feel for like okay all yeah. these people are trying to do this with it maybe i can build something of value over here to do this with the ai because that's not available yet so that is what i would do that's how my mind just works naturally yeah. so i would first try and kind of diagnose what's going on understand speak to as many people as possible speak who, who to, are in and around the space yeah who are thinking about this and how it's going to impact their business and what they do day to day and how it's going to make them more efficient and then look for like the windows of opportunity, right? That's what we saw with literally, there was a bunch of scheduling tools before Taplio, dude. Buffer's been around for yeah. like 10 years, you know? So yeah, like, wow. like Buffer's been around for a minute. And so like, but what was the window of opportunity? It was that wedge that I told you about, which is okay, but what if people, there's nothing for focused on LinkedIn. That's one kind mm -hmm. of window of opportunity. The second is like, what is helping people get this stuff written to get scheduled? There's kind yeah. of a barrier to entry there. How do we lower that? And so yeah. that's kind of two areas we looked at, right? So you can even take existing stuff that would benefit immensely from AI. And that's what I would look at too, right? It's like, mm. oh shit, like you're recording calls, but you're not using AI to get, you know, X, Y, and Z. Why not? Like yeah. maybe I can do that. That's for sure. That's what Sybil did. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. like I would, it's, yeah. I would look at that too. Yeah. That's probably one of the, my favorite answers because exactly what I've done. I've just 
dove in and found just speaking to people. And I think yeah. prop, prompts, props to LinkedIn as well because like there's never been a point in history that you have access to people that are like so far away in, in different, I call it like levels than you are as well because like yeah. you can reach yeah. out to like CEOs of companies and like how do you do I asked someone this morning, I was like, you color code your calendar. Like what do you color code? What are the different codes? And the guy's like, oh, I just do this. I was like, holy shit, like that's like, that's like so much good information. But LinkedIn has never given access to people and so far away in different industries for such good insight. And yeah. I love it how people are just, there's no other platform I've found that, you know, there's a very limited amount of trolls and people actually want to talk to you. And you can yeah. find people which are, you know, have something which is just awesome. But yeah, I do really like that takeaway of just speaking to as many people as possible because then I think that's, I found just, that was the idea from this podcast. I yeah. spoke to Steve from Reggie.ai. And we actually had another podcast which we recorded two episodes and we actually decided to make a pivot and we're like, no, we actually want to do the AI sales revolution because people want to know about this and people want to talk about it. Yeah, um, I yeah. want to talk about it as well. But yeah, thanks it's so hard. much for coming on. I love that answer as well. Yeah. Look, last thing is like, where can anyone find you and how can people get in touch with you? LinkedIn, Andrew Mewborn. Yeah, we'll keep it simple. Just LinkedIn and you can find me, Andrew Mewborn. Connect with me, send me a DM. However I can help y'all. That inbox is crazy. So I'll get back to you eventually, I promise. But yeah, it'll be- <laughs> That's one thing LinkedIn needs to curate is yes, that inbox. Yeah, use a Ask Jats- GPT how to build a better inbox LinkedIn. I'm sure. Yeah, it AI curated inbox would be perfect. Yeah, that'd be freaking amazing. Yeah, man. Well, Matt, thanks for having me, dude. And going back to what you said, connecting people that like you know that would never been connected before. Like, where are you? Australia. You're in Australia. Yeah, right? Sydney, Australia. Yeah. Yeah, you're in Sydney, Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. So like, yeah, dude, look it. at like we're we're freaking chatting like across the world, dude. Like I've never yeah, yeah. been to Australia. I've been to New Zealand. Your little brother, but. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but like, you know, never been on a show. Like, this is crazy. Yeah. And like, we message yeah. on WhatsApp, and I'm like, holy shit. Well, like, who knows if we'll ever meet in person? Exactly. You know, not yeah. not to like put a tear in your eye or my eye yeah. or something, but you know, it's just, it's crazy. So, yeah, yeah man, yeah. keep doing what you're doing. I think you're, this podcast is onto something because like you found this, this sub niche within this bigger niche that's blowing mm -hmm. up. And so, like, mm -hmm. that's huge, right? And so, I think that's amazing because people are going to be wondering, well, how do I use this for sales? Like it's yeah. great. And I, you know, I could use it for Excel or whatever, but like yeah. I don't do that. So yeah, man, keep it going. Cool. I think you're freaking doing exactly what needs to be done. So this is going to be cool. Thanks so much, man. Thanks so much for coming on, Andrew. Catch you. Yeah, man. Catch you, man. Bye. Catch you. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed that episode with Andrew Mewborn and you took a lot out of it. I, I know I sure did. Just a couple of things. Look, we are actively looking for other guests. So if you can think of anyone, feel free to DM me directly and I'll be happy to have a chat and get them on the show. Also, if you like the episode, I greatly appreciate it if you gave it a review, possibly five stars and a comment. That would be awesome. Thanks so much and see you next time.